to the Tent Podcast. That is to say, the Thriving in Technology Podcast. Your host, <coughs> I'm sorry, something is stuck in my throat. This host, Mel. Oh, thank you. The, the spelling helped. This. Okay. Uh, we do. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Let's start again. Okay, off here we go. Start. You got to lay off those smokes. <laughs> Never smoked in my life. Anyway, hello and welcome to the Tent Podcast. That is to say, thriving in technology. Your hosts are Sam Moulton and Cecilia Taylor, members of the Influence Marketing Team here at NetApp. Today, we're joined by Jamie Albin, Emily Kowalski, both current interns at NetApp this summer, along with Jamila Malicio, former intern, college grad, and now full-time hire at NetApp. Welcome to NetApp and the Tent Podcast. We're going to mix it up a little bit on this episode and let Jamie take the moderator chair. And firstly, Jamie, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, what are you doing this summer? Hi, I'm Jamie. I'm a current, I'm an incoming senior at the University of Arizona studying marketing and psychology. And this summer, I'm working at NetApp as a social media intern. So working on fun things with social media platforms and stuff like that. So Emily and Jamila, we're excited to have you with us today. The first thing I'll ask for is a little background about each of you. So to start off, Emily, tell us about yourself. What's your background? How did you come to NetApp? And what role are you handling this summer? And what are you excited about? Well, that's a mouthful. <laughs> I hope you can remember all that, Emily. <laughs> Hi, I'm, Hi, I'm Emily. I am a comms major currently at Sonoma State University, and I have a focus in PR and media studies. I've taken a few like, social media classes, marketing classes, and fell in love with the work. So when my cousin told me about NetApp and what an inclusive place it was, I thought, well, let me apply for an internship, and it ended up working out one. Um, so, I am a product marketing intern here, and I'm starting an intern blog as one of my projects, and that's what I'm super excited about, because the blog I actually run is, I have, sorry, <laughs> I'm actually super excited about the blog, because I actually run my own personal blog, and I've written for a school newspaper, so it's something that I really enjoy doing, and I love getting my thoughts and ideas out there to the world. So Awesome. i here. And I love it so far. So Glad to hear. Thank you, Emily. Now I'll throw it over to Jamila. After a successful internship at NetApp, you've recently joined our marketing department. What's your background? How did you come to NetApp? And can you tell us about your experience and how your full-time role differs from your internship? Sure. So, yeah. So as an intern, um, my main project was helping with the brand campaign, um, where I tracked metrics, content management, and I sent out newsletters. Uh, but now, as a full-time employee, I'm a marketing project manager for the brand team. Um, it's definitely changed a lot from intern to full-time employee. Uh, there are obviously more expectations and responsibilities now. Um, I think when I was an intern, I wasn't expected to know, you know, everything about corporate life and people were definitely patient with and patient and willing to support me along the way. Um, but now as a full-time employee with some experience, 
I have a lot more projects that I'm working on and they give me a lot more independence as well. Glad to hear. That's awesome, Jamila. Back over to Emily. You're about halfway through your internship. Mm -hmm. So looking back on that, what has surprised you about the internship that you didn't expect? And is there something that stands out to you as a highlight? Ooh, good question. So what surprised me? I honestly didn't know too much about tech, and I didn't have much to expect from it. So uh, since I had no prior experience, it's been super interesting getting to know this different world. And I've just kind of fallen in love with how it all kind of works out and getting to the language and the vocabulary that people use here. The highlight of this internship, I'd say, would have to be the creation of the blog so far. because It's been amazing working with the brand team and interviewing interns from all over the U.S. So I've actually interned, or I've actually interviewed, I actually interviewed about 20 interns from all over the U.S. offices, and they've all been super nice, and they all love NetApp, so it's really awesome seeing that no matter what office you're at, they all love NetApp. Awesome. Um, Emily, if you could um, maybe hold up the, um, the doo-wop when you're talking, we're, we're having a hard time hearing you. Okay, yeah, I keep hearing feedback, too. So. Oh, You're hearing feedback? Myself talking. Oh, that's annoying, I know. Oof. Um, is uh, the feedback a problem for everybody, or is it just Emily hearing it? I hear myself. That's just you, I think. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> All right, continuing on. Based on your response, Emily, what are you looking forward to in your career and how has this experience helped you in that regard? Well, I love marketing and I have such a passion for PR, social media, and all of that stuff. So I'd definitely be interested in a job that could incorporate social media. And since this job, it's actually really fortunate that I sit next to the social media team because I kind of get a little listen onto what they're up to, which is really awesome. And I want to live in the Bay Area in the future, so the tech industry is definitely something that I have to get used to. And this internship has worked out perfectly, and Anatap has really taught me a lot about tech in the industry. Great. I love hearing your passion and drive when you respond to these questions. I'm going to ask you uh, basically the same question, Jamila. What are you looking forward to in your career, and how is what you're doing now going to help you with that? Uh, sure. So I look forward to learning more, challenging myself with new projects, and helping helping this company reach new heights. Um, this experience has helped with that because as a recent graduate, you know, there can be some fears and learning barriers that I think I went through when you first start your real job after graduation, and it can definitely be nerve-wracking. But this company provides great resources and has a team willing to help university grad hires and interns with getting acclimated. So I definitely look forward to the future and expanding uh, my career with this company. Wait, we, we've heard from Jamila and we've heard from Emily, but you know, we didn't hear about <laughs> Jamie. So You're up Jamie, next, Jamie. What are you, you, this is your second internship here with NetApp. So you're actually an old pro at this. Um, <laughs> what are you looking forward to? And how do you think that both of these opportunities have uh, changed your outlook for your career? Awesome. So backtracking a little bit, 
Um, when I first started working at NetApp, I had an interest in marketing, but I didn't have a clear idea of where I wanted to go and what industry I wanted to look into. And NetApp definitely paved the way for finding my real passion in life, which is social media marketing and just the social and influence team, the way that everyone works within marketing and NetApp's team. You guys are incredible to work with and so many things having to do with the community of NetApp. I've learned so much more about the community and environment in which I work the best and thrive in. So having this experience two summers in a row has really enlightened um, more about myself that I had no idea I would actually um, have the opportunity to learn about. So it's been really awesome being able to work in two different um, teams within marketing and seeing where I can, um, where I work the best in. So it's been the best of both worlds. <laughs> that is great to hear. And we have been happy to have you on the team. Um, you are very helpful and your enthusiasm is infectious and you've got the best smile. Um, we really, we just don't have any complaints at all. And you've done a nice job moderating. So, wow. <laughs> so let me ask all three of you, do you have any tips for, for potential interns who may want to come to NetApp or even for uh, college students in general who'd like to work for a large company? Who wants to, who wants to take it? We're all nodding each other. Okay. Uh, Emily. I guess I'll start. Emily, yeah. go ahead. So I'd say the most important thing is to network. I think everyone needs to take every opportunity they can to get to know different people, whether it's interns, executives, other people that work here. If someone offers to teach you something, you need to let them. So I remember on my first like, week, um, Matt Butter reached out and wanted to teach me about social media. Yo, Matt. Oh my gosh, of course. I love <laughs> Matt. He's great. He is. And it was just really awesome to get to know something that I'm not particularly doing at my time here at NetApp. So that was really cool. So you should definitely network and take the time to get to know everyone. I see Jamila nodding. So what do you have to share with us, Jamila? Uh, what I have to share is um, be a go-getter. You don't have to wait for people to teach you anything that you want to learn more about. Um, and I think I've learned so much in this role and in this internship. You can pave your own way and you don't necessarily have to follow, you know, um, just the guidebook because you can create your own projects. You can uh, suggest new ways to do things. And um, you can also, you have the internet to learn so much about any business activity um, that can apply to the company you want to work for. So I would just say be a go-getter. Don't be afraid um, to try new things and to just suggest new new challenges and uh, new activities. Yeah, I'm hearing you say be fearless. That's that's kind of what came to mind yeah. as I heard you answering there. Yeah, so Amy, I, mm -hmm. what about I you? completely agree with um, what both of you have had to say. And to piggyback off of both of those topics, um, going back from how I started as an intern, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do in marketing. And so I kind of poked my head around in a bunch of different teams and Causing I, trouble. That's I, I poked my head around with the social media team because that was something I was somewhat interested in, even though my project was completely different. And I said, Hey, what can I help with? What can I do? And even though 
later on, I had to focus more on my projects for my team, I got to learn more about social. And so the next summer when I was given an interview for a social media intern, I got so excited because it was something that I did just poking my head around, talking to people, learning new um, ways of how the company works and networking with different teams makes a huge, huge difference. Jamila really um, hit it off when she said that you can pave your own path because if you just sit in your Uh, sit at your desk and do the job that you're given. You know, there's so much more than that. You can step up and ask questions, network, introduce yourself, never be afraid that there's someone that is above you or much older than you. Never be afraid and just talk to them because you never know where you're going to end up and how successful you can actually be just by um, being fearless. And the the something really important that you said, it's asking that question, how can I help? People love that question. Yes. Um, Jamila, in fact, asked me that just yesterday and I, I really appreciate it. I couldn't, I couldn't necessarily come up with something, you know, right at that moment, but, I, but boy, the wheels have been turning, they're turning. So yeah, <laughs> so that's just, that is definitely a way to show people that you have initiative and that you are willing to do you know, you're willing to roll up your sleeves and do what needs to be done. That is an incredible, you know, asset um, for you because that's what people are looking for, right? They, you know, like you said, Jamie, sitting in your cubicle and just, you know, sort of keeping your head down, that is not, that's not really going to help advance your career. So you guys have now been here at NetApp for a little bit. And uh, since you, you're coming in with a fresh perspective, we're wondering, you know, without giving away any uh, corporate secrets, uh, <laughs> what is the one thing that you would like to see NetApp do? Or is there something you think that NetApp should stop doing? We, we promise we won't tell anybody except, you know, the internet. So. <laughs> anybody want to take that and, one? And, and feel free to be honest because, you know, we can always, you know, clip out the stuff that really shouldn't go beyond the four walls here. (laughs) All right. I'll just take a stab at that. So one of the things that I think is starting to happen with NetApp, but I would like to see more of is this transition between the old view of what B2B and B2C um, companies look like, because In the old times, business to business, the way that they would market their companies was so, so different. Social media did not really matter. It did not really exist. It doesn't matter if the general consumer knows about you because that wasn't tailored to your business. But in today's day and age, the internet, technology, social media is thriving and it's affecting a lot all at once. And even though it's still in the beginning stages, I think this is a huge idea that needs to be followed. And one of the things that I did notice last summer when I was talking about my projects to other executives, especially the intern showcase, was when I would let them know that I was a marketing intern. And as soon as I would mention anything about social media, there actually was a large portion of the executives that I could tell that were immediately disinterested because that's not software. It's not engineering. It's not about the product, which I completely understand from their perspective. But I think this needs to change. 
because marketing is so important in today's day and age. And we all know that NetApp's product is stellar. It's performing very, very well. That's not the problem. The only thing, one of the only things that we're really struggling with and working towards transforming is our marketing initiatives and who knows about NetApp and its brand and its awareness. And how do we do that? How do we reach people that don't know what NetApp is? You can't reach them through an email. You can't reach them through all these other means. It's social media and it's marketing. And, and it's so the A-team. It's the A-team, exactly. <laughs> you so know there are a lot here. of people that work at NetApp that are very, very smart individuals and, and have very important projects, but they tend to kind of not seem as interested in social media and marketing and what um, those teams are doing, which I think is something that should be changed. And I'm not exactly sure how to change that, but it's an idea to throw out there. Anyone else want to comment on that or piggyback any ideas? I'm not sure how to follow that. That was such an in-depth answer. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking on the broader scale of things, I really like what I've been seeing on all the social media platforms right now. And I think they have improved since a few years ago when I checked it when my cousin first started working here. I looked and I was like, they don't really have much of a presence. I'm not too sure what they are, what they're doing. But now I look at it and we have stories every day. We have posts, we have quotes. I think now it really just stands out a lot more. I really like seeing, and I know Amy's mentioned this a few times as well, um, some Instagram takeovers. I feel like they'd be really cool to see in there and just even have either an intern takeover, employee takeover. I think an executive takeover would be really awesome. Like if we had George run the account for a day, I feel like that'd be really cool. <laughs> that would be oh, so dope. Even though oh he's such gosh. a busy man, I feel like he can make he would five never minutes. Do it, but let's make it happen. I think we should have a hashtag for that. <laughs> Get George on the <laughs> But I think that'd be really cool to see everyone getting involved with the social media platforms. Great idea. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, for that. that. Um, I think that's an awesome idea. <laughs> it really is. And um, to add to that, going back to when I was an intern last year, the first thing I did when I wanted to learn more about NetApp as a company was go on their social media and go on their Instagram, see what this company is really about. And, you know, the first impression was I didn't understand what the brand image was supposed to be or what the company really did for its employees. Is this a a great company to work for? I saw snippets of it, but um, it wasn't until after I actually joined the team, like, wow, they do so much for their university grad hires, their interns, so many events. Um, I think they could definitely portray that more in their social. And Jamie is actually running their Instagram now, and she's doing a great job of showcasing the culture and all of the events and the great um, activities that they do for their employees. So I just to piggyback off what you both said, I completely agree. So here's another question for the three of you. And I, I think, you know, we've, we're, this is just kind of confirming what you guys have already said. Um, Cecilia and I believe a, a social media presence is important, especially if you're in marketing. But navigating between your personal versus your professional communications on social platforms can be tricky. I, you know, 
I'm going to ask you how you handle it, but you know, I kind of tier the different platforms in terms of whether they are, whether I'm going to leverage them more for professional communications or personal. So for me, Facebook is very personal. Of course, there's, there's, there's some overlap. Um, I, I also don't believe in having multiple Twitter accounts. That would just make me nuts. Um, I don't ever say anything I, you know, in social media or on social media that I am not comfortable having the whole world, including, you know, whoever that might be, my boss, uh, my, um, I don't know. Anyway, I don't have, you know, parents to worry about anymore, but you know what I'm saying. So, um, so, uh, God, I don't know where I'm going with that, but, you know, it, it you know, early on it was, um, I overdid the professional stuff on Facebook. I had people unfriending me. Um, so that's one of the reasons I, you know, I switched off and, you know, pretty much only do um, personal st- stuff there. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of LinkedIn per se, but for me, that's definitely career, right? That's work. Um, Twitter can be, can be both, right? I mean, I, I have just, uh, I'm, I'm kind of an eccentric um, Twitter Er. Um, so anyway, now that I've kind of um, talked a lot more than I meant to, who would like to talk about how they make these distinctions? Who wants to go first? We're pointing right, well, at Emily. I write in. I actually have separate accounts. So for Twitter, I have my personal account, which I use to tweet either like funny random stuff or I had seven cups of coffee today. Someone help me, please. (laughs) Which I've also honestly put on my business Twitter account as well because, well, I had the coffee at work. So technically technically it's business. (laughs) But I think that a business Twitter is super important because you can share a lot about your job and you don't have to spam all the people that don't necessarily need to see everything that you're doing at work. But I like it because you get to share your own projects. And if it's something that I really want more and more people to see, then I'll go ahead and share it on my private account as well. For Instagram, I only have the one account. So I just kind of put it all on there. I have all my internship stuff, all my stuff about my dog, my family, my dog, <laughs> mostly my dog. <laughs> really cute dog, I must say. He's a cutie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of it's, food it's and pets a lot of and, Pets and grandchildren uh, on uh, Instagram. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mine's no, mostly food, food and dogs. Yeah, we don't have grandchildren <laughs> yet. But... <laughs> oh, <quite>. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's probably a little too soon for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then LinkedIn, I share a bunch of articles. And I want to write more articles on LinkedIn. That's my goal for the end of the summer to get some of those blog posts on LinkedIn, get some more articles on LinkedIn, stuff that I'm actually writing myself. I feel like that's a lot more interesting to read on LinkedIn than just show you shared a post. No, nice. Good job. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I agree about the Facebook, how it's definitely more private and it's more like sharing pictures so your family or your grandma can see what you're up to. Jamila, thoughts on that? Um, sure. So for me, I know like the first social media like account I had was in middle school and it was like MySpace. In the, yeah, it was, and that was really fun because you could edit, <laughs> you could add music on there and it was just, you could change your background and everyone had it. So I didn't really think about, wow, um, this, all of these accounts are going to stay 
on the internet forever. And so it's basically a digital tra- trail of uh, you uh, representing who you are. And so I'm definitely a lot more conscious now of what I post because I think in high school, you don't really mind. It's all just for friends. You're not really thinking about the big picture and your career and whether or not, you know, employers are going to see this, right? So now I'm definitely um, using LinkedIn a lot more on, uh, you know, professionally and posting about what I'm working on. That's that's another one of my goals is uh, creating articles or just, posting pictures of all of the great things that we have here at NetApp because I think I'm a little bit behind on that, but I'm working on it. And on Instagram, um, that I use mainly for just connecting with friends and a little bit about my work life as well. But I think it's, it's great to have like a diverse amount of content on your social media. It's not all just about work, but it's also about who you are and your interests and likes and everything. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that Instagram is definitely more personal. And if you ever, what I kind of notice across the board that I do and other people do, if you're ever mentioning anything about, you know, work, work events, fun intern events, normally you'll take a story, maybe add it to your story highlight, but most people won't really post a picture about their work and put it on their timeline with Instagram, Instagram, super personal, um, with your friends, you know, going out for a drink, whatever, um, versus LinkedIn, obviously, that's a lot more professional. And, you know, it should be a, I always think of it as a visual representation of your resume. What's your interest? Where do you want to work? What's your experience? And um, as Emily mentioned, one of the things that I really want to add on my LinkedIn is possibly, um, you know, creating, uh, you know, like writing something or mentioning the NetApp intern blog that I may be featured in. We shall <laughs> see if I get around to it. But um, Twitter, I use Twitter as kind of like everything else. So it's half personal, half professional. I love to throw in some uh, fun work stuff as well since I just created my Twitter. So it's more of a professional Twitter. Most of my friends don't really have Twitter for whatever reason. That's why I didn't have it in the first place. But I think it's definitely important for someone that's in marketing to have that presence, at least to have it there. And as long as you're not posting private information, there's a big difference between personal and private. Personal is, you know, what did you have for breakfast? You know, private is, you know, I don't know, weird private things that you don't (laughs) want anyone else to know. If it's personal, it's something that's special to you. Um, Private things are things that should not go online anyways. So that's a really good distinction to make when you're thinking about it. If it's personal, it can basically, basically go anywhere. It's not necessarily LinkedIn. That's probably the only one um, to not really have personal information on. Um, but other than that, yeah, that's, that's how I kind of handle my social media. Oh, and I just don't really use Facebook. I kind of, I just have it. Well, I think you guys have provided some thoughtful, uh, responses there. And it is, some of it is a matter of preference. Some of it is how much time do you have? Mm -hmm. Um, Some of it is, would you go absolutely crazy if you had more than one Twitter account? Well, yeah. 
Although, you know, I have my own personal account, but I also uh, have the A-Team handle. So uh-huh. I kind of do have two, <laughs> but, um, you know, just keeping the, you know, trying to decide, okay, is this, you know, I don't know. I think just trying to keep up, trying to post enough because I'm really, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm slacking a little bit right now. So I've got to try to, you know, pick up on that, but I go through ebbs and flows where I'm, you know, I have more time. And so I'm on there more. And then I go through like what I'm going through right now. And I don't really have as much time. And, you know, it can be a real time sink because I love it. I enjoy it. I, you know, I could spend hours on Twitter if I had them. So, (laughs) um, yeah. Anyway, all right. So uh, I think Cecilia wants to ask you about something a little more personal. So let's switch gears a little bit and ask you, what do you like to do? You know, we've heard about your NetApp life, but what is what is your life like outside of NetApp? What do you like to do? What gets you going? Don't all speak up. Nobody likes to do anything. What? (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of things I like to do. I have this unhealthy obsession with Yelp and like finding new places to eat, taking pictures of the food and eating the food, <laughs> <laughs> like kind of reviewing the place. Oh, that, that sounds like fun. Life to find like a new taco truck or something. Oh, it's great. Um, <laughs> I also have my blog. So I do keep up on that. I try to keep up on that at least biweekly. Um, and I sing. I like to sing a lot. Oh, you like, sing? Yeah. Can you do a little demo for us? No. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. I mean, I so do you sing for, professionally? Like, do you I have... I've for 15 years. So it's just kind nice. of... I grew up singing, dancing, acting, all that good stuff. Dancing is not my forte, for no. sure. <laughs> but I would, I would not have known this. We would not have known this about you. This is wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even <laughs> I know you every day. Karaoke next time I'm out. Oh, yeah, I'm down. One of my favorites. Cecilia loves it too. I will be in the back. Fly out here and let's get it going. (laughs) Um, I'm a very, um, what's the word? Uh, Extrovert. I'm a very talkative person. No, sir. No. As you can see, I never stop talking. So in my spare time, I try to find more things to do. Um, I love hanging out with friends, the intern, family. Um, But when there's no one, absolutely no one to hang out with, then I turn to social media and music. I love, love, love music. Um, Just listening to it um, really calms me down. And uh, kind of revives me that and yeah I can definitely spend hours on social media if I have them so that's that's where I spend my free time for sure how about you Jamila um one of my passions is travel uh recently I went to Hawaii and came back from Las Vegas a couple of days ago for my birthday mm-hmm. celebration um and I'm Did currently, you say yeah, currently. Did you say birthday? Yes. Oh, birthday well, then, birthday. birthday. Oh, oh, wait, we're early then. Okay, we're early. Tomorrow? I didn't know that. Oh my gosh, I'm putting that on my calendar right now. Happy oh birthday gosh. to you. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Aww. dear Jamila. Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, cute. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, um, I'm. 
I'm planning a trip to Italy next year as well. Mm, and um, up yeah, on that. One of, yeah, for sure. Um, one of my other like obsessions, like with social media is Pinterest. Um, <gasps> I create a lot of boards. Oh, Pinterest is my life. I'm always on there. I have I like a ridiculous amount of like inspiration for like weddings, um, different kinds of weddings in different locations. Weddings. <laughs> is there something yeah. else you yeah. should be sharing with us? Any announcements? Oh. No, this is just my <laughs> hobby. <laughs> okay. No wedding coming up. I just like to, I don't know, I just like to plan stuff. And I also love, like, decorating my future home, um, oh love interior design. So, I, I don't know. I, I think one of my passions is, like, just planning uh, for the future and, like, design. Um, so, whenever I have something creative to do, that's when I'm really, really happy. So, yeah. Okay, so who, who loves Fixer Upper? Okay. Oh, such a good show. Me. He is one of my favorite channels yeah so good. i'm gonna be following you on uh, on uh, pinterest jamila i'm gonna find you how about you guys okay jamie are you on pinterest um i i do but not as often as i probably should i love pinterest. Oh, no it's not a should thing it's 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 another one of those things it's like instagram or anything else if yeah. you get on there you may not get off yeah, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. I, See, I spend so much time in. on so- social media that I kind of have to like stop myself. So I kind of stopped using Pinterest so that I'm not using too many social media accounts. So that's that's kind of the big reason why. So I don't get too stuck with it. <laughs> yeah, I just I love it. I mean, one of my favorite things is finding um Images of libraries and bookshelves and any sort of organizing <laughs> around books. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of favorite things, but mostly I'm into, okay, should I say this? I don't know. Tattoos. I've been trying to find my next tattoo. So I've got a lot really? of um, images on potential uh, ideas there. It's my board called Artistry. I'll just mention that. Ah, I'll have to go look at that one. Yeah. Yeah. So. I might actually look at that one because that's kind of one of the only reasons I go on Pinterest is I don't think I'll ever get a tattoo, but if I do, I want to make sure I have a clear tattoo in mind. I was, um, <laughs> I'm not going to say how old I was, but I was much older when I um, obtained my first tattoo. And apparently it's a thing now among older women. You know, they've, you know, I grew up with the, uh, the notion that women, certainly professional women, did not have tattoos. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that stigma has been lifted. And, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm going for it. So the first one I got was uh, just a little bit of text that says, nevertheless, she persisted. And mm-hmm. I love that. That's good. Talking about there. Very appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yes, in so many ways. Actually, in so many ways, right? It can be interpreted. I mean, it's all about women doing their thing. Okay, I'm I'm talking too much now. All right. Well, oh wait, I think it's me. I think I get to Oh yeah, okay, no. No. We're no. almost to we're almost to the end. So, uh we always say on that question. We did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh we always ask our guests one final question that we never put on the outline and we never put anywhere else because we want to get your honest response to it. And today Sam is going to do the honors of actually asking the question. So, Sam, yeah, usually Cecilia asks a question, which means I have to answer it, and it freaks me out. <laughs> um, so I said I, I, I definitely want to do it this time. Okay, so here it is. 
We all have pet peeves. Mine include Twitter accounts with empty profiles and people who refuse to use the Oxford comma and capital letters. I want you to tell me one of yours. Cecilia, would you like to go first? When she mentioned this question to me, I thought about it. I'm like, there's so many things that I have talked about. <laughs> but uh, given that this is, you know, I work in social media and that's my background, and that's what I do. I have to tell you that my top pet peeve are, is hashtag abuse. I can't stand to see people create hashtags for no reason um, or to stuff posts with like 12. Now, I understand that Instagram has a different, uh, you know, different perspective, but I'm not talking about Instagram. I'm talking about, you know, on all other platforms, going for 20, 30 hashtags because they're search terms and they're independent search terms. So putting them together doesn't do anything. So that is my pet peeve, and I am now going to get out of the way so that I can hear from you. What are your pet peeves? Who has one? I mean, I I think everybody has at least one, right? I mean, I have more than one. Okay. The one I could talk about right now is people (laughs) with super private LinkedIn profiles. They are like the private profiles where even their profile picture is private. And so you have to connect with them to see their face. And it's confusing because oh. if you just meet someone and you want to connect with them, of course you want to make sure it's the same person, <laughs> but they're all private. And you're like, this is LinkedIn, I'm supposed to connect with you, but I can't be private and connect with you. Just, or how about, how about people who protect their, their Twitter accounts? They're protected. Yeah. You can't see, you don't, there's nothing in their profile and you can't see what they're tweeting about. So, you know, why Why would you even bother following me? Mm-hmm. Or if it's just like uh, just a first name, like just Emily. Do you know how many Emilys are in the world? <laughs> no, it doesn't help me. <laughs> Jamila? Um, mine is kind of weird. Well, okay. I love, like Emily, pictures of food. I'm a big foodie as well. I'm not a picky eater. I love all types of food. But when people post images of their food on Instagram and it just looks kind of weird, it's just not a clear image or maybe it's like half eaten and like messy. Half eaten <laughs> food. Not repre- exactly. Like it's just not, the presentation's not there. And it's just like they're trying to make you jealous with the good food that they're eating, but it's just, it just doesn't do anything for you. <laughs> so that's my pet peeve. Kind of weird. You have to check out this one Instagram uh, account called Cooking for Bay. It is hilarious. But <laughs> slightly disgusting. Slightly disgusting. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. My pet peeve. Come up with something, Jamie. Oh, man. I mean, I'm so bad at on-the-spot questions. But, okay, one of my biggest pet peeves is, um, I guess, someone that is very judgmental to other people. And what I mean by that is myself, I have a ton of learning disabilities and um, not all of them you notice right away. Not all of them are very obvious um, physically, but for people that either read something or see something and think, oh, you have ADHD, that means you're not qualified for this job. You're dyslexic, so you shouldn't be writing things. That just 
kills me to my core because just just because someone has learning disabilities doesn't mean that they're not qualified for something. It's actually a strength in disguise, depending on how you look on it and depending on the job. Um, individuals with ADHD, there are a lot of things that we're really, really good at that other people aren't. You just have to focus on those strengths and where you can apply them. We're great multitaskers where some people struggle with. Um, but paying attention and sitting down for six hours, obviously, we're not so good at. So, you know, try not to be as judgmental to people that have disabilities of any sort, whether it's learning, a learning disability or physical, um, just giving those individuals a second chance to really prove their passion and um, give them the chance to see if they can blow your socks off. So I guess that's my pet peeve. (laughs) Well, I think you covered a lot of very important stuff there. um, And I agree that people who have not been educated about these different conditions. Uh, I don't even want to call them handicaps. I don't think of them that way. But they, there's a lot of uh, snap judgments that are made. So I think it's um, commendable of you to go ahead and stick up for people who have um, similar conditions. And, you know, frankly, um, I think people in uh, the technology field are probably more predisposed to some of these things than in others. And uh, let me just say that, Jamie, you are in good company. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie, for uh, co-hosting today's episode. And thank you, Emily, for joining us. And thank you, Jamila, for being able to be with us today. Uh, We really appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to be with us. Um, to our listeners out there, we know you have a bunch of podcasts you could be listening to, so we appreciate the time you took out to listen to us. We hope you'll add our little program to your queue of must-listen podcasts, and uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. What works? What doesn't work? Let us know. Uh, drop us a line at ng-tentpodcast at netapp.com with your comments and your questions. Thank you again for listening. Until next time. Thanks.